Spurgeon's messages are as powerful today as they were the day he put his pen to paper to write them. Today, we hear a message of Spurgeon about the rending. The devotion is taken from Joel 2.13, which is today's text. Rend your heart and not your garments. Garment rending and other outward signs of religious demonstrations or emotions are easily manifested by man and are frequently hypocritical. We may agree as believers that feeling true repentance and being truly repentant is far more difficult than garment rendering. And certainly, and of course in today's time, is far less common if practiced at all. Men will perform the most complicated and even the most detailed and rigid ceremonies. But because these things are pleasing to men and to the flesh, but true religion and true worship may be too humbling, too heart-searching, and many times lacking the physical appeal for the taste of ordinary man, that is, the carnal man. Most men prefer something more ostentatious, more flimsy, and most often more worldly. Outward displays of man's reverence and observances are likely to be temporarily comfortable. Eye and ear are pleased, and self-conceit is fed, and self-righteousness is puffed up. But these displays are ultimately delusive, for all men are subject to their dying day. And at that day of judgment, man's soul will certainly need something more substantial than ceremonies and rituals to lean upon. Apart from godliness that men must possess, all religion when practiced as man's religion is utterly vain, and so often possibly offered without a sincere heart. Every form of worship not offered in sincerity and truly offered to God is a solemn sham and an impudent mockery of the majesty of heaven. Heart-rending is divinely inspired and solemnly felt. True rending is personally experienced, not in mere form, but as a deep soul-moving work of the Holy Spirit upon the most inner heart of each believer. It's not a matter to be merely talked of and believed in, but keenly and sensitively felt in every living child of the living God. It is a powerfully humiliating and completely sin-purging experience. But then it is a sweet preparation for those gracious consolations which proud, unhumbled spirit are unable to receive and it is distinctly discriminating for it belongs to the elect of God and to them alone. This text commands us to rend our hearts, but the hearts of men and man are naturally as hard as marble. How then can this be done? We must take our hearts to Calvary, to the cross. A dying Savior's voice rent the rocks once, 
and it is just as powerful now as then. O oh, blessed Spirit, let us hear the cries of Jesus as he was on the cross, and our hearts shall be rent even as men rent their vestures in the day of lamentations.